If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. Right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use promo code FASTBY for $5 off your first order. Our Dog Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Happy Monday. And hopefully everybody had a terrific weekend. It actually was a little cool this weekend. It was nice, except for a little bit of uh, actually rain yesterday. So enough with the weather updates. Hopefully everybody's doing very well and uh, wide awake, bushy-tailed for the Monday morning. How, looking at your love life, um, are you able to sort of explore areas where you need work? that you need work as an individual and it's very easy that we get into the habit of blaming our significant others we look at their faults we look at their flaws however you know what maybe you're a little bit scared maybe you're not mature enough confident enough whatever term you want to use to be able to look at your flaws your faults and what you do to detract from your relationship or from your marriage and possibly what you're doing to get in the way from making it better from making it more lively where you're able to make it you know what even more emotionally and physically connected than you ever thought possible a lot of times (coughs) excuse me i get a lot of clients in my office and it's very very easy they look at you know they'll rip their partners apart you know this goes for men women again it's not a gender bias situation it's an individual aspect and you look at you know what what am I doing to make the relationship maybe not work as well not flow that well and you know what then we need to start looking at our partner what we're not getting what we're not providing Um, it could be you know as far as emotional safety as far as affection as far as being able to listen and talk to one another openly and honestly no matter if it hurts our feelings or not, are you strong enough, are you confident enough to be able to do that? And if not, maybe you need to seek some individual help to be able to get there, okay? And on Friday, I did a little bit of being a woman. Yes, I am not a woman. (laughs) I don't pretend to be, nor do I know everything about women, not at all. Each woman is individual. Today, I want to give a little bit of a workshop sort of seminar 
presentation on men's anxiety and as you look at the you know the top the heading of the video you're gonna see that that's the title of today's episode of the art of relationships radio show and make sure you check out my website the art of relationships dot org uh, go to workshop seminars and you can um, actually purchase very cheaply um, 28 days to ignite your relationship it's a program I put together um, a lot of dynamics I use in sessions to help you get more reconnected emotionally soulfully and of course physically in your relationship and also you get a free copy of my ebook too which is right here the relationship guide tools to ignite love and intimacy and if you share this live video you will get a chance to win a copy of the ebook yourself or if you want the paperback version right here that's on amazon.com so check it out and we're gonna sort of get off to men's insecurities okay and it's very easy for a lot of women unfortunately they'll look at men they'll look at the situation to where um you know what don't look at the situation to where you know what men's insecurities are um you know what they're not easy and it, it's not so you know not so easy where a lot of women unfortunately might not look at men's insecurities they look at their own right everybody assumes women they're the ones with the insecurity issues they're the ones with the body image issue they're not pretty enough smart enough funny enough sexual enough that type of aspect but it it's sad that a lot of people forget that men have insecurities too right we're supposed to be protectors providers we are supposed to be big and bad and tough and strong and all this aspect but men they have a lot of insecurities as well and Lexi you mentioned this is a great question Hey, um, so basically, they're projecting their fears, insecurities onto their partners. Lexi, that is that very well could be true. It's an individual aspect, um, so we have to look at the individual basis, the individual person. You know, you can't do. You know what? A lot of people do. All men like this. All women are like this. So we could say that women project their insecurities and you know fears on their partners, on their male partners as well. Or, you know, this could also go with, you know, same-sex couples, right? Uh, how, you know, men insecurities, whatever, because they're gay, doesn't mean that uh, heterosexual male doesn't have the same insecurities or vice versa. So I think that both genders can project their own fears, their own insecurities on each other. So that's a great analysis. That's a great insight. And that is so true. Um, again, we need to look at the individual as a whole and what tends to uh, you know take place and there's a lot of things that you know maybe men they withdraw there's a lot of things and John Gottman you know world-renowned researcher in relationships and stuff they look at you know a lot of times it's you know men typically don't want to argue again you know your women out there rolling their eyes yes there are men out there that yell and scream just like there are women that men you know it as a whole you know women might yell and complain and they're reaching for their partner the male partner to feel love connected important all those aspects and also the man shuts down and you know withdraws doesn't want to argue wants to get away wants to run away whatever you call it and also the women feel sort of validated that yes they don't feel love they don't feel 
rejected, whatever. No, that's not always the case. A lot of times some men feel insecure that, you know what, I don't feel heard, I don't feel cared about, and it's sort of, you know, what Lexi was saying about the projections of our own fears, our own insecurities, and those fears and insecurities make our, um, maybe our perceptions out of whack, that we start assuming things based on our own insecurities, our own fears, and how they impact one another and impact our marriage or relationships. So again, it's not an easy situation, and you need to be able to look at um, you know, what each other insecurities are. A lot of people, men, women, uh, will try to hide their insecurities, right? As Lexi said, they will try to um, you know, maybe ignore them. They don't have any. They'll try to act a certain way. They'll act, I call it pseudo-confidence, to where, you know what, I'm all this, I'm all that, I have, you know, I'm great in confidence. And they'll pick apart their partner left and right. And I see it in my office, and I'm like, you know what, are you picking your partner apart because you can't face your own flaws, your own faults? So, going back to today's subject matter and looking at men's insecurities are, you know, Women say, well, men, what insecurities do they have, right? Ugh. Men can have a lot of insecurities. I mentioned at the beginning, right? We're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be protectors. We're supposed to be the providers, right, of our families. And if we're not, guess what? We're not man enough. We're not good enough. We're losers. All those aspects. And I'm speaking from experience dealing with um, a lot of men over the years and also maybe myself you know looking at my own insecurities I've had over the years and you know helping other men and also helping women try to connect with their man on their own insecurities and be compassionate be caring but men you can also be strong and be confident right and you can still be a man but still be compassionate and caring and understand that you're human that you also have insecurities and I want your partners to understand that yes you are human and to make you feel mostly safe with your insecurities and with your flaws and a lot of times you know looking at when I talk if men don't make a certain amount of money right um, people know in my field or if you don't know I'm going to educate you it's not one that you are going to get rich in it's one you know for me it's out of passion it's out of you know helping others that's where my drive comes from so you look at, you know, if you don't have a certain amount, if you don't provide a certain amount of house, if you don't buy your wife, girlfriends, whatever, your partners, uh, the gifts they want, or, you know, all the bougie aspects looking at, you know, the car they drive, the Michael Kors purses, and all this aspect. If you can't afford that, that means you're not man enough, you're not a good provider, all this aspect. That doesn't mean that is true okay you look at what you have to offer and be confident in you and I never ever want women to degrade men and belittle men and all of a sudden that sort of goes down to even sexual aspects right a lot of women assume that men were supposed to be hard right click of the snap of the fingers if you will right when the wind blows, that was an old analogy maybe growing up as a kid, teenager. When the wind blows, you're supposed to be hard as a rock, right? So if men are not hard enough, right, if they're not big enough penis-wise, if they don't last long enough to get you off, you get me? If we're not good enough in bed to please you, that's all on us. And that's might be true, 
but it might not be true too. We gotta, you know, a lot of women might, you know, what if they never masturbated and they've never had an orgasm? How are you supposed to teach your man that too? And that is a woman's responsibility as well. And I get it. The man has to want to be taught, right? And sometimes the male ego gets in the way again about confidence. You know what? Don't tell me what to do and all this stuff. I know what I'm doing. I teach men to be confident enough to be sort of vulnerable okay to be able to say you know what I don't know what the hell I'm doing I want to be taught so I teach men to sort of you know be okay with their insecurities and their fears not like them but be okay with them to where you know what the more you try to hide them the more you try to fight them off or you know pretend like I said at the beginning this pseudo confidence that you uh, maybe present the harder it is to keep doing that, and then you're going to be turning into, you know, maybe this either um, you're going to withdraw, you're not going to be confident and fight for yourself, your own identity, or the other aspect, you're not going to care about anybody else, and you're going to turn into a narcissistic individual. And actually, I'm going to talk about that either tomorrow or later on in the week about dealing with um, grandiose or um, narcissistic individuals and how to handle that. And, you know, what I do to try to go after those aspects and if it's, uh, you know, m more or less traits versus personality dynamics. And we'll get into those, you know, with the narcissistic aspects either tomorrow or later on in the week. But going back to men's insecurities, you know, there's a lot. There's financial insecurities about being the provider, being the protector. Uh, being able to do manly things, right? If a man can't repair stuff around the house, that makes him less of a man. What if, or if he can't fix a car, makes him less of a man, right? What if he just hasn't been taught? And these are all these aspects that a lot of men deal with, but they don't come out and address. So I want you to be okay, ladies, to be able to hear this, to be able to understand um, that men have insecurities too, and be able to help you know what your man to maybe undress those situations okay to be able to come up and be okay you know what talking about those insecurities that they don't make them weak and I hear um, comments on a weekly basis and it sort of it makes me cringe I'll be honest with you makes me cringe when I hear women and I can understand when they say this in my office what goes on outside of my office okay um, Greg, he's not man enough to please me. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't provide sex with me as much as I want, and he's not man enough to do that, but he'll masturbate. And I'm like, man, it just makes me cringe. And I can understand what the men, you know, their insecurities and all this aspect, and that just makes it worse. That's sort of, like I said about validation, women's insecurities earlier, and when I talked about the uh, women on Friday, about looking that just makes your man feel even more insignificant less of a man and it's not gonna make him meet the needs that you want anymore and you need to look at what you're doing to create and also feed your man's insecurities even more instead of being compassionate and empathetic and a lot of issues you know what that's your issue that's too bad if you're that way but then you want an understanding right if you're a certain way you want the compassion and care and understanding and it's almost like hypocrisy I don't know how else to say it it is hypocrisy and being able to look at yes both genders have insecurities and fears it's helping each other 
through those insecurities and fears to become more confident and how you can be a compassionate and caring partner and understanding, you know, what what do you do to prop up your man's ego? I'm not about lying. No way. I'm not about being fake about it. But what do you do? Do you compliment your man um, on doing things? Do you make him feel appreciative? This will help those sort of maybe remove those insecurities and those fears and being able to talk about them, like I said, to um, deal with those insecurities, okay? And men might also have, you know, women are taught, maybe even nowadays, that men are supposed to have a higher sex drive uh, than women. That's not true, okay? There's a lot of women out there that have a high, high sex drive. <laughs> Woohoo! Go ladies, right? And there are men out there that have low sex drives. They're, you know, tired, exhausted, maybe low testosterone. Maybe it's just them that they have a lower, uh, you know, sex drive. And all of a sudden, you assume ladies, right? And it sort of maybe wreaks havoc on men and also feeds into further their insecurities and fears that they have a lower sex drive. They're not man enough. They're, oh my God, they're gay. Um, they're not into women. They're whatever. They're a wimp. They're a child. They're a boy, not a man. All these aspects, and I, you know, I deal with these on a weekly, if not a daily aspect, and what the insecurities of men have. And I want women to be aware of them and to be able to talk about them. When was the last time you even asked your male partner that, you know what, what are your fears? What are your insecurities? And the man might look at you and try, he'll, he'll laugh and joke around. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm good, right? Because they don't have the confidence. They're afraid to be vulnerable with you and to be able to be, you know what, to be real, to be human, to understand, you know, my fears are that I'm not good enough sexually with you, um, that you're going to leave me for somebody else. I don't make enough money, you know, for you to be happy. All these aspects, you know, sort of, sort of lay inside of most men. And I teach men to be confident, to be okay with who you are, and to, you know what, to command the love that you deserve that someone loves you for you, just like I do with women. There's no difference, okay? So you want to be able to look at, you know, what causes the emotional disconnects in your relationship and in your marriage and look at are they the fears and insecurities of your man that is creating the emotional disconnect? Are you listening to your man and what they need as well? No, it's not being selfish. I don't want people being selfish, men, women, whatever, but a lot of times it's very, very difficult when we see things from our own perspective that we can't see the hurt and the insecurities and the fears in our partner. And today I'm talking about the male insecurities and what you can go after to, you know, help your man sort of unleash those insecurities, to uncover them, and then to deal with them so they're not present any longer, and that you can be okay within yourself, okay? And as a man, and you look at, you know, all these aspects that, you know, there's men out there that, you know, they're afraid to admit they love affection. I, I love it hearing in my guy, hearing, you know, the men in my office, Greg, I love affection. I love being touched. I love, it makes me feel loved, desired, and, you know, it, it helps feed our ego just like it does with women. So um, there's a lot of people that assume men are all this way, women are this way, and I want to get rid of that and understand we all have fears. We all have insecurities, but it's how we allow those to 
um, what's the word I'm looking at, maybe direct their lives or how we allow them to get in the way of going after our dreams of being loved or you know, being respected. And that self-love and self-respect for men need to come out there. And I'm not talking in a grandiose or narcissistic manner, but a lot of people that might be grandiose or narcissistic in nature, they might be trying to cover up you know, very, very low self-esteem that maybe they developed as a child, as a kid, from being, you know, ripped apart, abused, whatever you have it. And all of a sudden they start turning out, it's all going to be about me and I don't care about anybody else. It's, you know, whatever they can do for me to make me feel better. That's not healthy. That's going to end up killing your relationship as well. So the other insecurities, you know, come up, you know, it could be money. Um, being, you know, the manly duties. I mentioned about, you know, fixing stuff around the house, fixing cars. Also, you know, the sexual aspects. Oh, my God, I'm not going to last long enough. I'm going to come too soon. I'm not big enough, right? I, I'm not good enough for my wife and if, or girlfriend. And if uh, she doesn't come, it's all my fault. You know what? These are things that sort of wreak havoc on men's fears. And will they ever talk about them? You know what? Some men will. A lot of men don't. And I teach and I promote men to be able to talk about it and understand it's a two-way street. It's not all up to us to please our women. I'm all about pleasing. I'm, not, you know, I'm, all, I'm all about us being pleasers. And most men do love pleasing their ladies. But we also have to understand, and I teach men, a lot of it has to do with the women too that they need to own their own sexuality and teach us what they want and you have to understand ladies a lot of men you know what they want to be taught they want to be the best lover you ever had and to be better and we need your help so we look at those aspects you know with the insecurities just like your insecurities ladies is it just up to the man to fix their own insecurities oh that's up to you right that's your job to fix whatever I promote a teamwork, okay? What can you do to help your man feel more confident, more better about himself? No, it's not all your job to do that, ladies. Just like, you know what? It's not all a man's job to make you feel more confident and, you know, awesome about yourself. It's our own individual jobs to do that. But we can help as partners to solidify that. We're compliments. Words of affirmation, actions, all those aspects, behaviors, how we show each other we love each other. And we also need to understand, ladies, I'm going to say it again like a broken record. You know what? To be able to look at your man's insecurities and what they, you know, maybe what's driving them nuts, what's preventing maybe emotional closeness, maybe the man, just like women, or a fear of being intimate or being sexual because of their own body image, not only penis size or that aspect, but also maybe they don't like the way they look. They got a big beer belly and they don't like it. They feel bad about themselves or whatever it is, okay? So I want you to be able to help and help explore your man's insecurities and these fears, okay? And not roll your eyes. I know that's a bad habit of mine. I love joking around and I'll roll my eyes too much when I'm joking around. And um, I try not to do that. And, you know, those things that drive us nuts to work on. But I also want you not to roll your eyes when your man says, you know, I don't like the body of mine. And I feel sort of bad when you go to touch me or pat my belly and I feel bad. I feel like you hate it and you're making fun of me, even though maybe you're not. So those aspects, those conversations, I want you to be able to have 
and to work on. You know what? I love you for you. Yes. Would I like you to improve on yourself? Would I like, you know, to improve on a relationship and what those are? Yes. And it takes confidence. But are you helping that process or are you making it worse by criticizing your man and beating them down? And if you know your uh, boyfriend or husband's fears and insecurities, are you sort of jabbing at them? Are you sort of poking at them and making them, you know, fresh? Like that wound never heals or never becomes confident in helping your man feel self-assured. That's his job. I just said that, right? But also, what are you doing to help him feel more self-assured and confident about himself? Or are you ripping him apart? Boy, a real man would have sex with me this way. A real man would know how to fix a house. A real man would know how to fix a car. A real man. I, I can go on and on, ladies, about what I've heard in my office over the 18 years I've been doing this, and I'm telling you, it's, it's like, wow, do you think that hurts his feelings? Do you think, you know, what does that do? Does that build his confidence up, or do you feel that sounds disrespectful, right? Just like him to you. I'm not, like I tell people, I'm an equal gender basher. I call both genders out on their issue. I'm looking at, I want you to feel respected, not to you know what, continue to degrade and use those insecurities and fears against your partner and make it worse because you're not going to feel emotionally safe with one another. It's going to do more damage. And you have to look at your role in doing that. And what are you doing to promote confidence in one another and in your partner? So I want you to be able to address your man's insecurities and fears and hopefully make it feel safe enough to talk to him about that and to go after it, okay? Are you comparing your partner's, um, maybe you have a best friend or a relative's husband or boyfriend that you're always, oh boy, he's great, he's all this stuff, but you never compliment your own partner, your own man. So look at those aspects, and again, men do have fears and insecurities, and I want you to be able to talk about them so we can help nurture them and get them out of the way. I'm all about being humble, right? We all have issues. We all have fears. We all have insecurities. So you look at, you know, if your partner is being a little bit narcissistic or grandiose or bragging, is it because of, you know, deep down insecurities or fears that they're trying to inflate their own ego? Not healthy. We're going to get into that, like I said, either tomorrow or earlier or later on in the week or you know what what are we doing true confidence I tell people all the time true confidence doesn't have doesn't promote grandiose narcissistic attitudes true confidence are able to look at your flaws and faults and true confidence is also to be empathic and try to be understanding with one another so help your man feel more confident about himself and before I go again look this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and you can share this live video on your timeline for a chance to win my ebook, The Relationship Guide Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, and I am, after the show, I'm going to announce the winners of the free ebook. Um, I will post those in a bit right after the show, okay? Again, happy Monday, everybody. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Peace and love to everybody out there. Take There's only one place to find the most recognized brand in carpet, Stainmaster, and that's at Lowe's. Right now, get free basic installation with the purchase of Stainmaster carpet and pad, $4.99 or more. 
Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only. Requires non-refundable site assessment fee. Fee is credited to final project price if bought through Lowe's. More charges may apply. Not available in all areas. See Lowe's.com for details, exclusions, and licensure. Valid 219 through 413. U.S. only.